0: Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome episode of High Vibe in it. Lindsay here, your friendly neighborhood hypnotherapist. Along with my co-host, Kelsey Aida, who is a manifesting queen, author, coach, retreat maker, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful human. We're so happy to be here with you. We thought today would be super fun to do another Reddit, uh, do we call it trolling? Is that what we want to call it? Well, we're not being mean, so we're a not troll. trolling, but not a troll, we, a are, scroll.
1: we are spying on the reddit board about law of attraction and just going through and answering people's questions on the internet because we figure if some person is asking this question probably some of our podcast listeners have thought it and you know maybe we'll share a link with them to the answers that we want to give to their questions since they clearly are looking for answers so we didn't yeah. do that last time. And I think it'd be a really good idea. Some of these questions are- I think I tried are... to, but I couldn't go back and find the questions mm. like after we'd already published the episodes. It became
0: too much work, but yeah. Some of these questions are bonkers, but we picked out some of the best ones that I feel we could really speak to. And I think we should just dive right in. Yeah, let's um, just dive in. What's the first one you want to touch on? we just what's go in order. You? Just go in order. Okay, so the first one is starting to lose- And I'm quoting here. Starting to lose control over my mind with living as if, and I'll just read it. For some great time, I've been living in my head as if I have great wealth and freedom to live my life without consequence of not working. I've been able to manifest a job with a high level of freedom and autonomy, but my head is telling me more and more that I don't have to work anymore at all, and I feel so happy now that I'm free of work. Every night I go to sleep, I imagine great sums of money in my account that sustain me and my family without having to worry about the stresses of work, but I believe it is starting to negatively affect my life. Seeing as the universe has no physical means to get me this money, Okay, and seeing as winning it potentially proves not to be a practical way to receive, I'm walking around every day truly believing that I'm financially free while I'm physically not. I have often spent more money than I should have, occasionally forgotten to go to and, and occasionally forgotten to go to work. I know these are stupid mistakes, but I'm seriously stuck in self-belief that money is here and is coming. I have to literally slap myself in the face to snap out of it and get my life together so I don't lose my job and develop financial troubles. Many skeptics would say I've lost my mind and I need to seek help, but I've put 100% faith into these works since I have worked so since they've worked so miraculously for me before. I just hope I'm not putting too much faith into something that has no practical means of happening or has no way of happening for another decade or so. Okay,
1: so basically this person took the concept of live as if your wish is already fulfilled and just ran with that to the moon. Which, you know, it makes sense because that's what people are taught in the law of attraction space. But now it's starting to affect them negatively in their real 3D life that's happening now
0: in the present moment. This person is completely under hypnosis in their belief. They are highly suggestible. They're the, I'm just know this from reading what they're saying. They are the type of person that stage hypnotists will pick out of the crowd because they are so suggestible. It can be a really good thing, but in the case where it starts to, Confuse your reality, or or you know have a negative impact. That's when you really want to examine it. I would immediately take them out of hypnosis. <laughs> right. If I saw this person, I'd be like, "Hey, let's chat."
1: <laughs> yeah. So if this person asked me for advice of what to do, which I'm gonna say that they did since they asked the whole uh, internet sphere on Reddit, <laughs> I would say that your post just isn't working. It's not working anymore. What once helped to give you some momentum in the right direction is now like ruining your actual 3D present physical experience. So, I mean, you can still hold the belief and know that it's coming. And also in the meantime, live in your reality and not live in a delusion. And you can also do what it takes to sustain you financially now. Like it doesn't have to be either or. Like you don't have to quit your job just because you believe you're going to manifest money. You can still do what you're doing and manifest the finances at the same time. So I think this is just about having one foot in reality and one foot in the future and merging those together instead of just propelling yourself into the future when your life hasn't caught up with you yet. Because the whole acting as if you don't have to do that all day every day, you can literally spend 20 minutes in hypnosis or visualization, let go of your current reality, and then act as if or imagine yeah. as if or let go of all your resistance. But this person is doing it so much to the point of they're like not showing up to their job, which is kind of like self, uh, self, uh, not sacrifice. I mean, What's the word that
0: I'm looking for? Uh, it's a detriment. Self, self, no, detrimental. No, no. Sabotage. Sabotage. Yep. 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 It's it's funny because you know, we always say to if you just rely on the universe, you know, they say, like, obviously let go and allow, but if you're only relying on that, yes, you, you're gonna have problems. And if you're only relying on machine, robotic, like action steps, same thing, you're probably not gonna get where you're going. The sweet spot was manifesting is finding that beautiful harmony between allowing and 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 connecting to the universe and and the power that you have and also taking inspired action as well I just don't think you can have one without the other and that's where we run into trouble um
1: the action piece is so yeah like not talked about in the law of attraction space because that's like the unsexy part to most people like everyone wants to believe oh I'll just think it into existence it's and it's going to show up on my doorstep it's like, that's probably not how it's going to happen, especially yeah. when it comes to money manifestation, especially in my experience, which I guess is really the only thing I can speak from is like, you're going to get that million dollar idea or right. you're going to be inspired to create exactly. this new invention. And that's how the money is going to come. Like It will come aha moments. through you and your action and the universe and the co-creative powers that be like, it's not just going to fall from the sky.
0: <laughs> yeah. What will fall Most from the times. sky are opportunities and mm-hmm. doors being open that you, if you weren't an energetic match, you would never have noticed them before. But now that you are, you see things in a different way and can take that inspired action. Um But, you know, I do want to point out, check out how powerful this girl's mind is. <laughs> she can just tell herself and she believes it to the point where she forgets to go to work. Like I think we all have that power within us. Now, it is a power. You just have to wield it in a way that, that works for you. We all have that ability. You just have to also incorporate the other powers that we have, which are taking action as well and using your abilities to um, create experiences and, and opportunities, you know?
1: And Most. there's that fine line of like affirming something to be true and then forgetting that it's like not done yet. So I know I've done this a bunch, like with books that I'm writing, I like already think it through in my head and I like imagine that it's like done. And then my body like actually thinks that's done, but like I haven't written the book yet. So I still just sit down and write it. Like I still have to do the work to catch up to the vision. Yeah. Like even though I think it's done and some part of me knows that it's done and it's happening and on an energetic level, like it's materialized on a 3d level i'm gonna have to take part in materializing it so i can't forget that just because i know that it's true
0: there's an energetic manifestation and a physical manifestation she's got the energetic one down like that's (laughs) she she's got it in the bag now you just have to take the steps the action steps
1: and also Um, i feel like if it is a how do you know it's a she are you just
0: guessing i'm guessing i mean the name is oh no it's a guy (laughs) check out can I can I should I say the name it's it's funny Mr. it's online Mr. Mr. Alcoholicson oh
1: great (laughs) well the other thing that Mr. Alcoholicson could Mm -hmm. do to help himself in this situation is I feel like he's being a little bit judgy of like how it can and can't come He's like, oh, if it comes right. to me in a winning way, then that's not really sustainable. And I don't want it to come to me through a job because I don't want to have a job. And, you know, well, it's like putting all these I, rules and limitations on the That how. I
0: actually had to stop reading because I was like, ooh, uh, seeing as the universe has no physical means to get me this money, how the hell do you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> what, are you, what are you putting that on the universe for? And if you really believe that, then what can you be doing to help? the universe to bring it to you. Um, But I just think that you're, yeah, too many limits here. Winning it potentially proves not to be a practical way to receive. Yeah. and, And the problem we've talked about before with winning it, Kelsey, if you remember, is that if you're not an energetic match to that level of wealth, it's going to leave again. So that's why we need to do the work to make sure we're in the spot to be able to receive what we want and be in the position to appreciate it and handle it in the way that we would like to you know what I mean? Right. Versus yeah. just letting it drop in your lap and then you're not a match to it, so guess where it's going to go? You're going to you're going to spend it and it's mm-hmm. going to be gone and you're going to be exactly where you are because you're not a match. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's not a match, but he's trying to like force and his mind is is very very much on board with.
1: Isn't that um, what we all do? <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> well, the beauty of the manifesting journey when you get
1: deep into it is that it's two parts. You're not just creating something in your life some certain circumstance or outcome you are becoming a higher elevated version of you and part of the reason why you want that thing is because you want to be the person who can sustainably hold space for that thing right so you want this perfect partnership because you want to be the perfect partner you want this million dollars because you want to be able to hold that much space and um be like the sacred um I always call wealthy people like a channeler of money, right? Because they don't Mm -hmm. hold on to it. They channel it into different things and make it grow and spend it and share it. Yeah. So they're a conduit. So you becoming who you need to be in order to have the manifestation is – really like the juicier part of the manifestation right it's the the healing journey that takes you from where you are to who you want to be and then as like an awesome side effect you get to experience that thing that you've been wanting also Mm -hmm. Mm. so it satisfies like your human self and your soul self
0: yes i love it next question (laughs) yes yes the next question I've never met anybody that forgot to go to work because they believe so hard <laughs> that they had money already. I love it. That's a first for me. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, okay. <clears throat> Moving on. Next question. Why do I keep seeing the same name everywhere? So me and this guy were talking for a while and from the moment this started, I began to see his name everywhere. At first it was small and unfrequent, infrequent, I think they want to say, but lately I feel like I'm almost surrounded by his name. I hear it on the radio. I see it scrolling through comments. I look up at my television in exactly the right moment and notice it in the credits. I feel like I'm going insane. I'm sorry to read it like that. It's just (laughs) (laughs) that's not how. Anyway, he told me recently that he doesn't think we're going to work out since, which is fine. What will be will be. The thing is, I'm just so confused as to why I felt his name was following me and I'm still seeing it since things ended, maybe even more so than before. Has this happened to anyone else? I'm confused about what it means and if I should ignore it. Oh, yeesh. Okay. Okay. You want to start?
1: Yes. So first of all,
0: it's going to mean whatever you make it mean. Okay. Oh. First of all, if, if, if this user is, we plan on telling everybody that we're answering their question. So if you're listening, the, the, the user that submitted this question is slut or Spencer Reed. And now you may continue. Helping.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. So. Your question is very common, which is why I wanted to include it on this podcast. A lot of people ask me this through social media or clients or whatever. And they'd be like, what does it mean? I'm seeing this person's name everywhere. And honestly, it just means that like you're thinking about them. And that's how the law of attraction works. Like if I think about the number four, enough of them out enough of the day, it's going to show up everywhere. And not only is it going to show up, but you're just going to see it and notice it more because that's what your subconscious mind is looking for. What's your that reality, term? Your reality gives you what you're focused on. What's that term in, in psychology that they call that? What they call what? When you notice something that's in your like mind and then you see it everywhere and you can't stop seeing it. Mm-hmm. There's a word for it. But anyway, like this happened to me when I got glasses in the second grade. And I was like, I had no idea how so many people wore glasses. Because as soon as right. I got glasses, I noticed everybody who had them, right? So to me, this is just a classic, you're thinking of this person. So you're seeing their name everywhere. It doesn't yeah. mean you're supposed to be with them. It doesn't mean you should chase them. It doesn't mean it's a sign from the universe. Like it literally just means you're noticing it because you're thinking about That's it. That's where a your
0: lot. focus is. Yeah. Right. When I, when I wanted a new uh, car and I was thinking about what color to get, I knew what color I wanted, but I was like second guessing, you know, and thinking about it. And I saw so many cars of the same color, same kind of car. Okay. You're just, it's just where your mind's going. Your reality will give you what you're focused on. So yeah, it's classic. It happens all the time. It's yeah. really I don't common. think she needs to read into
1: it too much. It's could just, be a he.
0: It's it could just be. life. He, she,
1: they. What can be men and women, Kelsey?
0: 2021.
1: <laughs> you're right. I won't discriminate.
0: I <laughs> say they. Let's just give up all the pronouns.
1: They. Okay. Um, Who's next? Yes. Who's oh, next? you guys. Was, and if you're listening- Uh, Reach out to us on social media if you resonate with these questions. I'm at Kelsey Aida, Lindsay is at Lindsay Robinson, or join our Patreon so you can comment on this episode directly uh, Mm because we want to hear if you guys are vibing with these questions
0: and answers. Hey, Lindsay here. Did you know that right now you can get instant access to my entire digital hypnotherapy library plus bonus content that I don't offer anywhere else except in my Align Your Mind membership? This is a great place to get all the benefits of hypnotherapy around money, confidence, self-love, forgiveness, focus, concentration, amplifying your manifesting power, and so much more. And right now you get seven days free. Click the link in the episode description, go get your seven days for free, and I will see you inside.
1: October is quickly approaching, so I wanted to pop in and make sure you get a super special invite to attend my next Radical Self Love Retreat happening in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. We're going to spend a week having fun in the sun while also bonding, doing healing work, riding ATVs, having Reiki performed on us, getting massages, doing yoga every day, overlooking the ocean. We're going to be eating delicious food, visiting private beaches. Not to mention Mexico is the easiest country to travel in and out of right now, which is nice. So if you've been having the itch to travel or to work with me, this is your chance that only happens one or two times a year. I promise you there is no other retreat out there like this and there is no other retreat out there that comes with a full month of free coaching with me and access to my Radical Self-Love online course so you can get started with your Radical Self-Love journey before you even attend the retreat. The last two retreats we had were so magical. You can see a bunch of testimonials at KelseyAida.com retreat. The sooner you apply and secure your spot, the more time you'll have to take advantage of the payment plan too. So I would not wait on this opportunity. Visit KelseyAida.com retreat to learn more about the retreat and reply today. I cannot wait to see what magical women will be in attendance this time because literally Every time it's like a soul sister group who comes and it is so healing, so fun, and so awesome. So go to KelseyAida.com slash retreat to apply. If you bring a friend, you each save $500. Also, now's a good time to take advantage of a pay plan if you need one. So hit me up. Let me know. I hope you can make it.
0: Uh, Next question is from Arfi807. What do you do when you doubt? I like. I like to think I've been pretty good at manifesting. I've manifested love, modest amounts of money, time, freedom, adventures, a wonderful pet. But what do you do when you start to doubt, particularly around financial matters? This doesn't overwhelm me, but it does creep in sometimes. Okay. So first of all, worry about financial matters is probably one of the most common things in manifesting anyway. So it's going to happen. What do you do when you doubt, (laughs) Kels? Well... I just embrace doubt
1: as a part of the human experience and I don't make it mean anything more than that. So if I'm doubting, then that's normal. It's human. It happens to everybody. It doesn't have to mean that it's not going to happen. It doesn't have to mean that I should be worried about it. Like people where people go wrong with doubt is that they make it mean bad things. Yeah. So it's like, oh, if I'm doubting that this will happen, then that means it's probably not gonna happen, you know? Yeah, or my doubt is gonna create negative
0: momentum right. or whatever. Yeah,
1: right. But if we just like witness to the doubt with compassion and perspective, then it's not an issue anymore. It's just like, oh, I'm ha- I'm noticing that a
0: part of me is having doubt.
1: And then you can have to explore be a big it.
0: Deal. Yeah, yeah. Unless you make it a big deal. One of the, right. my go to moves when I doubt. Because girl, Lindsay's got some doubt sometimes, um, for sure. What I do, I just distract, just distract yourself, you know, just realize that that's a part of you, explore it if you need to, but it could just be that human part of you that's like, hold on, we don't know if we're ready for this. What happens if it doesn't happen? You got to be prepared, you know, the the backup plan version of you and just go, go enjoy a walk in nature, go put your face in the sun, go read a book, go play with your kids or your pet or something, you know, go, you write a gratitude list. That's one of my favorite, because it's, it's really the reversal. Um, if you're writing a gratitude list of everything that you have, and you just did by listing all, everything that you've manifested, kudos, by the way, um, remind yourself that those are things that you've done and you can, you will continue to do it because that's just what we came here to do. We came here to create, we came here to, um, a, adjust what doesn't work for us and really meld reality to what we want so that's why you're here congrats and you're already doing it so just remind yourself that you're already doing it and you'll continue to do it and go eat a yummy snack <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the whole enjoy the wait right
1: yeah but what also helps me too when i notice that i'm doubting is i just like remember all the other times that i doubted like for nothing and it all and you didn't out. need to right, right. Like, oh, I remember that one time I really didn't think it would happen. Then bam, it happened. And then you just remember all these times where everything worked out great. And then you just don't worry and you don't doubt. And then you're like, ah
0: oh, okay. It's
1: gonna be now, great.
0: I, I said this to someone recently. I can't remember who. It was a client, but I don't remember. And I said something to the effect of when I doubt, it's because I'm afraid the universe is going to leave me high and dry. I'm afraid that mm-hmm. I'm going to set myself up to just be left in the middle of the ocean, with no, you know, it's metaphorically speaking. But then I remember, I've never been left high and dry by the universe. I've always been taken care of, one way or another. And the person responded to me with, "Yeah, except, you know, I feel, I do feel like the universe has left me high and dry before." Right. And what I would love to say about that is, mm, but did it though? <laughs> like, probably not. It's just how we perceive the events in our lives. We don't under, we don't recognize that it could possibly be leading us. Uh, to something better or avoiding something that we didn't really want in the beginning anyway we thought we did you know what I mean well
1: and in that instance that might not be the truth of the universe but it's just that person's truth in exactly. that moment that they feel that they've been left high and dry so that exactly. exercise that I just gave probably won't be helpful for that person it's probably mm-hmm. helpful for people like me who in this moment don't feel like them. that yeah. you know who can look back on their timeline and see how things did work out but if you're not there, you're not there. And that's cool. And like,
0: if that's where the yummy snacks come in, girl. Yeah, if you're having (laughs) if
1: you're having doubts, I would just invite you to get curious about the part of you that doubts and maybe ask like how that part is trying to serve you, you know, because doubt is really like a protection mechanism from feeling disappointed. Mm -hmm. if you're doubting it's probably because you don't want to set yourself up for potential disappointment which just means that the part of you that doubts is loves you so much and doesn't want you to feel disappointed so can you at least love that part of you for that yeah and then when it's doubting just know oh that's just that part of me loving me i don't have to listen but (laughs) i can at least send love
0: back and thank it for its good intentions and we recently had a guest sarah ashley uh, Wheeler, who did something with us in the episode that was just so cute and so cool. And also something that we both, Kelsey and I do with our clients, which is communicate with the, the part of you, communicate, communicate with that aspect. So if you have a doubt, what would you want to say to that doubt? What would you want to say to that part of you that doubts? What would you like to believe? What do you think they want to say to you? And just get that understanding, um, find some common ground. And it can be a lot easier and feel a lot lighter to not let it affect you as much because I would say the biggest impact we have from our emotions especially negative ones is just not understanding where they're coming from and not Mm -hmm. taking the time to look (laughs) you know
1: yeah if you improve your relationship with the part of you that doubts it's like game over the
0: doubt won't Mm -hmm. affect you negatively yeah yeah I like that and that's true for everything that's true for fear that's true for you know I don't know. Everything needs a process. Everything heals in its own time, but it can definitely expedite that for sure. Yes, um, that's sure. what we're here for.
1: Expediting healing, expediting results. doesn't have to take you five years. Sometimes you can just have that one breakthrough in a session and it's just like, boom, two months later, there's there it is. It's happening. You're happening.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I I just think about the time, the biggest thing I manifested recently, which was my new... You know, income bracket, and when it happened, you know, I've been wanting this for since I started my business. Let's just be honest. When it happened, I was like, "Hold on, am I ready? What, <laughs> what's happening?" Because it felt it was happening so fast, but really, it was. What did they say? The overnight success took five years in the making, or something like right. That. You know, it's it's never overnight, but when it does, when you do see it start to happen, even that can trigger something of fear of just like, "Hold on, is this is is it happening? Is this really? Am I ready for this? You know, that kind of thing." So you're always gonna have emotions to process It's just knowing where they're coming from and and as we said, communicate with it and get get moving into the better place, into the more positive space. Um, you ready for the next one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, next one. We're just blazing through these, by the way. That's uh, what we do. That's what we do. Okay. Is this is it well,
1: hmm.
0: <clears throat> I wanna say, is it just my imagination? But the sentence is "Is just my imagination. From, fresh start, T-O. Fresh start to. What if anything is the difference between visualization and mere daydreaming? I like this one. What if I'm bored one day and start to daydream about a beautiful woman or opening my own business or living in Monaco or hiking the mountains or whatever? Where does daydreaming end and visualization begin? Can I go? Can I go? Okay. Yeah, I was waiting for you to go. So it doesn't really. I would definitely say that daydreaming is in that space of you're kind of here, but you're kind of not here. That's why they call it daydreaming. That's why they don't just call it, I'm thinking about this. They call it daydreaming because you're kind of not there. You're staring into space and you're just kind of somewhere else, right? Um, So they're basically the same thing. Visualization, I would say it goes daydreaming is probably the lightest state of trance. Visualization is probably right in there and then meditation and then hypnosis. I would say that's a good depth indicator. So if you're daydreaming, you're still entering a state of trance and also visualizing what you want. So you are creating momentum. There is not really a space for it to end and begin. If you want to take it deeper, that's when you would explore those other modalities. But- You're pretty much good to go if you're just daydreaming. Um, Esther and Abraham Hicks talk about 17 seconds of pure focus, which is really just take 17 seconds and daydream your way into feeling that emotional attachment to whatever it is you want. And we always say emotion is a deeper way of feeling it. So if you're daydreaming and you have an emotional response, even better, you're doing it. (laughs) You're already doing it. So uh, the short answer is really, I don't think there is a difference. What do you have to say, Kels? Kels?
1: Has anyone else had that issue where they are passionate about health and nutrition, but it seems like all the protein powders out there are either toxic or full of weird ingredients, or they come in this huge tub that's like a lifetime supply of chocolate and you're like, I don't want to eat chocolate flavored things every day. <laughs> if you've had any of these above problems, I'm very excited to introduce you to one of our new sponsors, Gainful. This is... S-H-I-T, is the bomb. I've been using their plant-based protein powder now, which has literally only like five ingredients. Gainful is cool because they have you take a five-minute quiz that helps them to consider your dietary needs, your goals, and unique physiology to personalize your formula, which is really cool. So I did the quiz. It's super easy. And then they sent me a couple different things to try And everything's awesome. And my favorite thing about the protein powder is it comes unflavored with all these separate flavor packets. So you don't have to be married to one flavor for the rest of your life and get bored. Or you can put protein powder in things where you don't necessarily want it to have flavor like your smoothies or acai bowls. So I'm definitely loving this product. They also deliver your supplements with no shipping charge every month and you can cancel anytime. Every Gainful customer gets complimentary one-on-one access to their own registered dietitian available anytime to answer your questions. And Gainful's rigorous quality control process ensures that your supplements only have clean ingredients you can pronounce, like I said, along with zero artificial flavors, colors or sweeteners. So this is basically the most high quality clean nutritious protein powder and they also make this super bomb uh, what's it called pre-workout that I've been using and man that stuff will get you fired up in the best way my workouts have been way more awesome since I started using that pre-workout. And I should mention that my boyfriend who used to play in the NFL, he's tried all the pre-workouts and he said that this one from Gainful is his favorite. So you guys definitely need to check this out. And for High vibinant listeners, you get $20 off your personalized supplements, which is awesome. So go to gainful.com slash vibin'. That's gainful.com slash vibin' for 20% off Gainful personalized nutrition made for your tastes yeah I think they're basically like sisters the two of Mm -hmm. them but they just have like different names so I would say visualization by definition the way that we use it in the manifesting space is like intentionally daydreaming or like intentionally going into and usually have your eyes closed
0: yeah yeah and daydreaming
1: is like very similar except maybe it just happens on accident or you're zoning out or yeah like your eyes are still open but to me it's like tomato tomato basically the same thing yeah yeah both beneficial I would say so keep
0: daydreaming you daydreamers oh yeah have you do you daydream I don't really daydream anymore do I daydream I don't remember the last time like, I like daydream
1: mindlessly but I do like dream a lot about different things but usually it gets triggered by something like an image like if I'm scrolling on Pinterest and I see like this pretty house I'm like ooh, and I like imagine myself in the house and I like see my life yeah. there and that type of thing
0: yeah I don't know it's interesting I used to daydream all the time since I became a hypnotherapist I guess I just got more intentional maybe or maybe because it's daydreaming I just don't notice it maybe I'm just doing it all the time. <laughs> No idea. <laughs> I'm just like just always out in trance. All right, uh, next question from Kendall five nine nine. We are answering your question, Kendall. How can you manifest something while also trying to let it go? This one's intriguing. I'm new to manifesting and I'm still trying to figure out a method to use. People always say to people always say you need to let go of the attachment, but how can you do so while constantly trying to manifest it? If I write down, visualize, and act as though I already have my desire, how can I ever let go of my attachment to it? I like this question so much to say. You go first. Oh, I thought you were going to go first. Since oh, do you want so me to go to first? Yeah, I mean, I go. can. Okay, so it's really not about. Uh, how, it's, so this is what I'm trying to like say it in English. So yes, you want to have a level of detachment. You want to set the intention, declare it however you declare it, whether it's through visualization, acting as though, journaling, whatever, all the things you said. And then you want to give the work to the universe to figure it out for you. And like we said before, the work includes presenting you with ideas, uh, showing you opportunities, allowing you to think in a different way, putting things in front of you, signs, whatever, that let you know that you're on the right path. But it doesn't mean set it and forget it. It also doesn't mean obsess over it until it just goes away. There we've, we've talked about this again uh, earlier in the episode where you, you have to find that sweet spot between practical application and trust. Okay, so you know that it's happening in the unseen. What can I do in the, in the physical world to, to bring it faster? Um, and your attachment to it, unfortunately, the more that you are attached to it is probably in most cases gonna slow you down in manifesting it. So that's when that handy dandy distraction comes in. If you guys aren't listening to Abraham Hicks, you definitely need to be. It's the easiest way that I've found to distill information and to get it um, out there in a practical way. It's just—it's very down to earth, <laughs> pun intended. I guess mm-hmm. it's very ironically down to earth and and easy to understand for beginners especially. So I I definitely think that the attachment is not the issue. It's the over-attachment that could potentially happen if you do obsess over it. And if you do constantly work at it with fear, you know, because if you trust and you let it go, there's a very little amount of fear and worry. But if you're worried and fearful that it might not happen, you're going to want to keep doing things like journaling and meditation and, but it's all coming from the wrong place, you know? So you want to have, I don't know, you want to have that balance. It's, it's, It's something that's definitely needed to be practiced. I'm not an expert at it. I think we we all are continually working at it, but it does get easier. You know, you do get better at doing it, I think. What do you got to say, Kel? Yeah. So I think that this is a really normal
1: problem to have because we want what we want. And I think people confuse letting it go with like, Trying to unwant something.
0: Yeah. Which I care. don't recommend.
1: Yeah. So you cannot unwant what you want. You can't unneed what you need. So knowing that information as truths of being a person, then the question is okay, I want to hold on to this desire. I want to work towards making it happen. I owe it to myself to go in this direction. But how can we do it in a way? where it's not so forceful or pushy or anxious or desperate. It's about releasing that tinge of like too muchness to your approach of the desire. So it's not that you have to let go of the desire and stop asking or stop wanting or stop daydreaming. It's more so like, I guess when my clients get really stuck and they feel like they can't quote unquote let go, I do like some questioning with them because it's a good opportunity for understanding yourself better, which usually leads to self-compassion, which leads to releasing resistance, which is letting go. So I would ask something like, um, why does it need to happen, right? So if you're like super attached to an outcome, like why does that have to be the outcome, what bad thing do you think will happen if that's not the outcome? So that'll lead you to understand like maybe what you're trying to avoid potentially. And then I would ask like, if that doesn't happen, what bad thing does that mean about you? Right. So let's take a practical example. So for example, if I want to be in a relationship, but it's not happening, right? If I want to manifest my soulmate and I'm super attached to that outcome, right? Because I need it. I want it. It's going to be the best thing ever and it's not coming. So then I make it mean that I'm not worthy, or nobody wants me or I'm unlovable. Those are really the things that you're attached to not feeling. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's not so much that you need that outcome and you need it now or you're going to die. It's more so like the underlying um, motivators for the desire, which are totally valid and make a lot of sense. So if this person was my client, I would guide them through a lot of those questions, get to know themselves deeper, to release resistance, to have compassion and understanding. And then from there, you can do what it takes to heal those wounded parts of you. And then you can also still want it and it's still going to come, but you don't have to be like with this energy of intensity of like, I'm so attached to it happening the way that I need it to happen, you know?
0: It is important. It bears repeating to say, once you declare it and set the intention, you can't unwant it. You can't trick the universe into thinking that, oh, well, since she's not working for it every day, she must not really want it. No, no. We know the universe knows your soul knows your higher being knows. And it's, you know, both of those things, including you are affecting the energy of bringing it to you faster. So even if you don't journal one day, it's still happening. Even As long as you feel good about it. So whatever you can do to, to remember that manifestation is fun and remember that you're supposed to feel really good doing it And and the emotions that you want to bring in with that manifestation, how can I create that now? We talk about this again all the time. Y'all are new to the podcast. You've landed well. Listen to all of our episodes because we just talk about such great stuff. But What are the emotions I want to uh, attract and where can I find those in my life today? Where can I get more of that now so that I feel really good about my desires and really good about manifesting? So I like that you said at the beginning, I want to repeat it because it is that important. No one's forgotten what you want, even if you're not working for it every day, even if you're not obsessing over it every minute of the day, it's probably better that you don't. Things are happening in the background, in the unseen, in your favor
1: and a note on letting go in general when it comes to letting go of anything if you haven't let go of something it's because there's a part of you that believes that you're better off holding on to it so usually if you can't let go of your attachment to an outcome it's because you believe that if you hold on to the attachment with all your might that you'll have control over making it happen mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. or that that's somehow helping the situation yeah. a part of you like is truly convinced that that's mm-hmm. that So, um, yeah, just keep that in mind. I remember this one time, it was actually my BetterHelp therapist when she was helping me through um, something a while back. And BetterHelp is one of our sponsors. If you guys haven't heard of them yet, they're awesome. Um, She asked me, because I wasn't like letting go of this person that like had already let go of me. So I was in a horrible relationship. It ended, he was gone, whatever, but I couldn't let go, like I could not. And she said, okay, for homework, I want you to write down the pros and cons of letting this go. Okay. And I was like, well, all right. And as soon as I saw it on paper, why I was holding on, it made so much more sense. And then I actually could let go because I was holding on to this idea and to him, because that was like my way of still being connected with him. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, maybe I could find a beneficial way to connect, or maybe I don't need to connect anymore or whatever it is, just like doing that type of uh, self-inquiry is so freedom inducing
0: because
1: yeah. that type of shadow work just bringing things into your consciousness is like pew, now you don't have to be a slave to the attachment that you had before mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's a great idea pros and cons pros and love cons of letting go mm-hmm. this girl loves a list mm-hmm. it works so
1: well we want to take a little pause and tell you guys about pros because Prose is basically a better way to do your hair care. They create custom shampoos and conditioners based on your personal hair analysis and their awesome algorithm. Their online quiz dives into every conceivable factor that affects your hair health. And with over 50 billion formula combinations, the result is a unique blend of ingredients that caters to your every strand and follicle. Pros is also a great company because they stand by clean and responsible beauty. Every formula is sustainably sourced and cruelty-free. Pros can also accommodate virtually any preference, including vegan, gluten-free, and more. It's a really fun experience to go take the quiz, get shampoos, conditioners, all kinds of hair products that'll work great for you and your hair based on where you live and your hair texture and everything about your life. Um, They take it into consideration and create you some really great products. Personally, my favorite, favorite, favorite thing that I've tried from Pro so far is the dry shampoo because I'm actually a cosmetologist by trade. Um, Some of you know this, some of you don't, but I'm still doing hair actively. And I've tried a lot of dry shampoos and the Pro's dry shampoo is the Shit, you guys! That stuff—I <laughs> don't think I can cuss in the reads—is <laughs> so good. It is a super fine powder. It doesn't have a um, like normal spray can that you can't recycle and stuff. It's just better in every single way. It really does make your hair feel cleaner, lighter, and it doesn't leave a weird residue or a weird feeling. So definitely try the dry shampoo. Add that to your order, um, and yeah, we
0: love pros. Mm-hmm. And the best part is if you're not 100% positive that Pros is the best hair care you've tried, they will take the products back with no questions asked. Pros is a healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. So take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to proscom slash Vibin, that's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash V-I-B-I-N to get your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. BetterHelp is an online
1: place where you can go to have professional therapy and counseling at a really affordable rate. BetterHelp has you take a little quiz. They match you with someone who is going to specialize in your goals, whether that's working through your anxiety or your depression, or if you have a certain goal in mind, or you just want to feel better overall, or maybe I know I used BetterHelp when I was going through or healing from a breakup, I should say. And you can never have too many resources and too many like support systems in your corner. You just can't do it. You can't go wrong with that. So that's why we love to recommend BetterHelp especially because during these crazy times, I think it's nice for everyone to have a therapist on their side, <laughs> help you work through things, process things, and in under 48 hours you can be communicating with your new counselor or therapist after you get matched up from taking the little quiz, and everyone on there is really knowledgeable, really professional, and let's say you get matched up with someone who you don't love, you can always switch professionals, which is really cool. And another great benefit to BetterHelp is that maybe in your area, you're limited to certain people who specialize in certain things, but BetterHelp is for people worldwide. So you're getting access to so many more resources than you could naturally have on your own in your city. So definitely check out BetterHelp. It is one of a kind and it is so helpful and very affordable.
0: BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit betterhelp.com slash vibin. That's betterhelp.com slash vibin. And join over the million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. We have a special offer for our high vibinant listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash vibin. Once again, betterhelp.com slash vibin um all right are we ready for the last
1: one how long is this episode <laughs> ready we've gone for 36 minutes
0: okay. this is perfect yeah here we go title i'm really confused help <laughs> and the user is specialist half nine eight eight seven Okay. Uh, okay so i've been trying to manifest things for more than a year and i never get my desires affirmation number one <laughs> I'd While be very never and one year. I mean <laughs> Okay. Continue. Right, 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 right. I never get money. Yeah, that's true. It's very okay. I'd been very patient, detached from them, and was Not. consistent in my belief. It's <laughs> like the opposite of patient. There's going. so much we want to say. Let me just get through. Okay. Whew. I'd been very patient, detached from them, and was consistent in my belief and did many manifestation methods, but nothing works for me. I've even used subliminals, but that too didn't work. However, whenever I don't believe something is going to happen, it happens. I would 100% not believe that something would happen, and somehow it happens, and it's so weird because it defies the laws of attraction. This has been happening to me for a long time. Why does this happen? Could anyone please tell me what to do to fix this? I feel so discouraged when I see other people manifesting so effortlessly, and then there's me who tried so much to manifest but could not even get one desire.
1: Okay. So I want to go back. There's so many points to touch on here, like the languaging of always and never. And this is how my life works. And it defies Mm the love attraction and yada, yada. But I want, uh, can you reread that part where she says that it
0: defies the love attraction, like right before? Yeah, yeah, she says when she doesn't believe it, then it happens. Okay. I would 100% not believe something would happen and somehow it happens and it's so weird because it defies the laws of attraction but there is a question mark at the end so she's okay like, doesn't it defy yeah yeah so
1: it doesn't defy the law of attraction right. because if you don't like I think when she says she doesn't believe it it means like she's really like not attached to it and like not um not expecting it but really like the reason why it's happening when she's not believing it is because she's
0: not in resistance. Well, here's the thing too. When I say the sentence I am not going to win the lottery and I win the lottery, it's because the universe doesn't hear words like don't, not, can't. It doesn't hear those words. It only hears the sentence, the affirming sentence, which is mean which is like I'm going to win the lottery. By the way, I'd love to win the lottery. Thank you very much universe. But if it doesn't, it doesn't hear those negative words. So if you're saying, I don't believe this will happen, what do you think the universe is hearing? I believe this will happen.
1: Yeah. I think there's a lot of
0: truth to that.
1: It's like the focus is what's going to happen, regardless of if it's like positive or negative focus, right? If there's enough momentum there. And then like, she just doesn't care if it happens or not. So it fucking happens. This is like classic when you finally give up on something and then it happens like the next day and like for years you've been wanting it you've been trying so hard and then you're just like fuck it this is stupid i'm over it and then it's like boom it happens that's because you released resistance now that's not the only way to release resistance and it sounds like what she needs is some introspective shadow work to figure out like what is holding her back because if she's doing all the visualization work if she's being clear about her intentions if she's doing all the Vision boards and manifesting stuff and all the fun
0: stuff. If that's not working, it's because there's resistance somewhere. I really want to ask her, how do you feel when you make a vision board? How are you feeling when you're doing affirmations or subliminals? Are you secretly thinking in the deep, dark part of your mind, like, oh, this isn't working. So why am I doing this anyway? Because that will have a huge impact on it, you know? And I feel like if she did have 100% both feet, is this a she? I don't know. If they, I keep I don't know why I always just assume these are these are women because i'm just used to helping women anyway um, if she, if he or she did dive in 100% with the feelings of like oh i can't wait for this to happen this will be so awesome i'm going to i'm so good just doing this then i don't think they would be speaking about these methods in the same way because they will have had that positive emotional experience doing it you know what i mean yes do you know what i mean yes it's like i i i have this sneaky suspicion that while they're doing these methods they already have all of this evidence quote that it's not going to work, that yeah. they don't feel good doing it anyway. Yeah, I'm following you. So the methods aren't
1: fun, which isn't helpful, potentially. So that's one thing. I understand what you're saying totally. But I think it's deeper than that. I think it's not so much a problem of the method
0: going wrong. It's more like, okay, no, there's it's her belief that it's going wrong. Her right. beliefs that it's just not going to go well anyway. Right. But deeper and bigger than that, there's
1: probably beliefs inside of her or resistance points towards either where she is now or what yeah. she's trying to create. Right. Right. If she's been trying to create something that's not happening, that just means there's resistance or she's not ready or it's still happening behind the scenes. Like saying I waited one year and I'm super patient. That's not super patient. And <laughs> one it never, year. Is, and it never is, works Yeah. So that's like a contradiction in and of itself. But yeah, if she was my client, like probably in five minutes, I'd be able to figure out where the stuck point is and just help her get it unstuck. But I mean, you can't like know all these things about everything from one paragraph on the internet. So it's hard for us to actually truly help her. But I think the best thing in this scenario is to just look for, are there any parts of you that maybe don't want what you think you want? Are there beliefs that are hindering you that you think what you want might be a bad thing or in the past it didn't work out or you didn't see it work out for your parents or like there's a lot of things that could be blocking the manifestation energetically. So it's not that the manifesting practices you're doing are wrong or they don't work or they don't work for you. It's that there's some sort of energy blockage that you just have to
0: discover. And, work through. and that's always the case. And I don't I don't know this person. I'm sending them all the good vibes and love. But I would wager a good deal of money that it has something to do with what they learned about it when they were kids.
1: Well, and what I would so, recommend to her is to hire a coach who can get into her blind spots. Because yeah. if she's tried everything and done everything for a year Which and she's, exactly she's still frustrated we on are her best own, at helps. then... I think that's the time to enlist some help and have someone who can tinker around and figure out maybe what you can't see. Because clearly there's something there that she's not seeing, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That would be my advice. You don't have to do it alone. Especially if you're feeling stuck and you've been feeling stuck for a long time, that's the best time to work with someone like myself or Lindsay to get into those blind spots and
0: really move forward quicker than ever before. I
1: like to use,
0: um, well, what I've, I always picture things when people talk, I, I have pictures in my head and the picture in my head, when we talk about this is, and, and the use of a coach in this situation is like, let's say you're just stuck in mud or quicksand, right? You got in there by yourself, but how are you going to get out without the help of someone, right? anyone, you know, unless you find a stick and pull yourself out, chances are you're going to need someone uh, outside of it to help you, you know, get
1: out. Right. Because um, when someone's outside of the situation, they just have access to different perspectives mm-hmm. and they can, you know, it's like so easy to see other people more clearly than you can see yourself. So I think that's what, yeah. Sounds like now's the time to get some help, senorita or senor. And it can be, <laughs> you yeah, or senor.
0: It can be, it, it, the, the thing that I'm, that I find with my clients, and I'm sure you do too, Kelsey, is these things that are holding them back for so long or that are so painful to experience and go through are so simple not easy okay because you're going through this and it, it feels awful and doesn't feel good but it is simple the formula the way to get out is simple when you have an objective person looking at as you said having access to all the different perspectives and laying them out in front of you so that you can see them too and that's really what we do but um it can be very easy very simple not easy sorry very simple and what you've been going through the last year could be processed and released in a very short amount of time, comparatively speaking, you know. Or it could on literally on. just be a
1: season of your life where you're not meant to have everything that you want just
0: now because not having it is serving you better than having it. So what's the question, Kels? What am I, what could I learn from this? Like, what is the universe trying to teach me right now? If this is a season or even regardless, if I'm in this situation, any situation, what is the universe trying to teach me? What is my higher self trying to teach me? What could I potentially learn?
1: Well, and a different way to phrase it is like, yeah, what's the opportunity here?
0: How is it happening for me,
1: not to me? For my growth, yeah. The opportunity for her could be, you know, learning patience the opportunity could be uh being introduced to introspective work the in the opportunity could be letting go of resistance that she's been harboring for a long time there's many potential opportunities here imagine like. if
0: you're right imagine if not getting what you think you want is only because something better is on the way but you're too focused on not having the thing that you think you want that you can't even open to Something better coming. Just what if, what if? Play around with that. Let it roll around in your noggin for a little bit. Yeah. See what comes up. Good questions. Good questions, Internet. We love it.
1: Thank you, Internet. (laughs) And if you guys are listening and you resonate with these questions, please let us know. Also know that Lindsay and I are here to help you guys outside of the show too, in whatever ways we can. Um I currently have space for a couple more one-on-one clients. If anyone's interested in doing some of the work that I mentioned, uh, you can go to calciatedcom slash coaching. And then to work with Lindsay, she has all kinds of things. Yeah. Tell them. Um, is your retreat full? Did you talk about the retreat? The retreat has one Large bed left for October, which means you and a friend. Whoever's listening to this and they're like, I've been wanting to go and bring a friend is for you too, because I'm saving it for a pair. So whoever wants to come together with someone, uh, this October retreat will be for you. But if you're a solo person and you're like, dang, I couldn't make it to the October one or I didn't apply in time or whatever, there um I'm enrolling the February one for next year now. Yeah. So all of that info for the self-love retreat is um at slash retreat.
0: Okay. Go check it out. Um, I have a few ways. So I've been trying to just like make this simple for people. Mm -hmm. Um, The easy way to say it is you can either work with me in person, you can join the membership for a low monthly fee and get access to all of my audio, uh, audios, digital Mm -hmm. hypnotherapy audios and bonus content that only the members get. Um, The one-on-one work that I mentioned is not open till September, but I am going to be booking spots in September for that. And then I have a group program. I'll see. I have a group program that I'm probably going to roll out in about September as well. Um, So we'll be filling up for that as well. And then, oh, am I forgetting something? I don't think so. Just check out LindsayRobinson.com. My course. Thank you. Jeez. I knew there was something. Uh, My digital course, hypnotherapy course, is the first four sessions that all of my one-on-one clients get um, just pre-recorded and you get coaching from me. You get all of the benefits from the sessions on your own time at your, at your leisure. And you get all of the homework that I give to my clients as well. You can take it at your own pace. You can start right now. And and with the membership, you can get access right now if you wanted. Um, easy, easy stuff. Just go to lindsayrobinson.com or either of our Instagrams. We have all of our links Mm -hmm. there as well. So at Kelsey Aida, at Lindsay Robinson, find us on social and I hope that we've answered your questions today. I hope this has been some help to you. I just love talking about this. So much fun.
1: <laughs> it is fun to dive into these questions, especially because we actually don't know all the information. So we can just speculate a bunch <laughs> about what well, yeah. could be this or it could be this or it could be this or whatever. But if you guys have questions, you can submit them if you're a part of our Patreon family at mm-hmm. patreon.com slash highvibe. And I think it would be cool to do a hangout soon because we haven't done one we do. in a while. So maybe let's do a hangout soon and we'll answer people's questions on there like we always do. And we usually pull cards for you guys live, which is really fun. And yeah, yeah. we just love getting to know our Patreon peeps. And if you're not there, we still love you. Thank you for listening to the show every single week, leaving reviews, sharing with friends. Um, and telling everyone about it oh and also let us know how you guys like our new intro and outro Ooh. and our new theme song and all that is jazz this the that first i added episode? no this is, this is not the second? first episode okay it might be the second or third since it aired but you guys can let us know how you like it because i'm obsessed with our new song so
0: <laughs> i think it might be too long of an intro so just so you guys know that's where i'm standing but I would love it if you guys love it. Because I, I really do think I might Here's be to do Here's where we are. Long. Lindsay thinks it's too long because she's impatient. <laughs> I skip every, every it doesn't, Like any show I watch, I'm always the one that skips the intro. That's why Netflix gives you the option to skip the intro. And right. I just feel like if it's too long of an intro, people are just going to skip it anyway. So if you're like me and you just skip everything then maybe you'd want a shorter one. But if you like the song, I mean, I really do love the song and you can just have a little dance session before we begin the episode. I don't think it's
1: too long because I think it builds hype and anticipation for the episode. And yeah. I know like if anyone out there watches Married at First Sight like me and you're obsessed <laughs> and you're a true fan of the show, you will not skip the intro because the intro with the song is the best part because it's like, boom, boom, boom. It's all I
0: know thing you know and then they go into the
1: whole song and the whole drum thing and it gets y'all pumped up and every single time I watch that show I get pumped before the show because of the intro
0: okay I like that show and I still (laughs) skip that shit
1: uh yeah that doesn't surprise me so you guys Maybe we'll do a poll. I'm going to do a poll in the Patreon. So you guys can vote and say if it's too long or if it's not too long. But even if it is too long, like you can just skip it on iTunes. You do have the option that to that forward it. thing where you can go forward 15 or 30 seconds. But it's yeah. literally like 15 to 20 seconds. It's not like it's, 20 minutes. It's not as alive.
0: dramatic as I'm making it out <laughs> to be at all. And I hope that I'm, I hope I'm the only one that feels that way. I really hope you guys love it because I really do. I think the song is so perfect. like where we are in the show right now and um yeah lots of fun changes happening we're gonna get new cover art soon oh yeah when i finally
1: meet in person (laughs) that'll be the day when we can actually have a photo shoot together in real life we don't have to photoshop
0: ourselves in the same room (laughs) well fun fact when abel tells people that we've been doing this show for almost two years and we've still never met everyone he says it to goes like this like what they don't understand. <laughs> I don't even understand. I feel like I know you so well. So I know. weird. Anyway. It's like
1: that whole thing we were talking about before when your brain thinks it already happens. You're like, why bother? Mm-hmm. It's already done. <laughs> mm. Oh, classic. All righty, guys. Well, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Love you all.
0: Wait, are we going to Patreon? We're going to Patreon, right? Of course. Yeah, we're going to go to Patreon. So if you want to continue this jam sesh, we're going to do some really fun things in the Patreon. So go join us. I didn't know if that was clear or not. So I just said it again. <laughs> okay. Bye.
1: Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our High Vibin' community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe. Every week we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes if you want to be also in the loop that way. And be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay
0: Robinson and at Kelsey Aida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com highvibe You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also, leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one.